0: this podcast is part of the red five network for more red five network podcasts visit red five network.com welcome to Ike's flame join us on another star wars adventure punch it Chewie! hey y'all it is ike here and welcome back to another week and another episode of ike's flame i am super excited to be with you this week And to talk some more Star Wars, as we do every week. And this week, we're going to be discussing and talking over Star Wars Visions, Season 2, Volume 2, and just talking through it. uh, Talk through some of the studios and where they're from and all that, and just kind of my thoughts on that so there will be spoilers i know it's been a couple weeks already since it came out but if you haven't watched we'll probably have some spoilers in here but uh just keep that in mind and we will talk through all this so with that said um let's dive in so star wars visions came out on may 4th and was super fun they had one that were actually released during celebration um Episode 4 um, on April 10th that they showed at Celebration. Uh, it's called I Am Your Mother. And so they had, so how many total? They had nine total. Um, I really enjoyed these. Um, actually, I think I like Volume 2 better than Volume 1. Um, I thought, I don't know if there were any of these where I was like, man, these. the only one I might have not been a huge fan of was the Spy Dancer, but the rest of them, I was like, these are pretty good, Um, pretty cool, I had a blast just watching, enjoying some Star Wars, a little bit different type of Star Wars, like anime, and different versions of anime, Uh, and so, just fun stuff, so what we're going to do, I'm going to break this down, we're just going to go through each of them, so, and then we'll take a probably short break, about halfway through, and then we'll finish it out. And today probably won't be a super long episode, but um, just kind of touching on this, and I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts as I talk about Star Wars Visions here. So, let's get it started. Like I said, all these came out on May 4th, except episode 4, which came out on April 10th, and uh, 9 of them. So, let's get rolling, and we're going to start with episode 1, it is titled Sith, and... It was done by uh, El Giro Studios in Spain, um, and I thought this one was really neat. It had a very neat artistic side of it. Uh, it was cool to see this, like, Sith and former apprentice and this former apprentice finding their own way, um, and and also, like, with like it was very artistic in how this was done, um, and a cool style of anime. Um I really liked it, um, I mean, it was to like, when it first started, I remember this episode, I was like, uh, a little confused, because the art style is a little different, but as I got into it, I was like, man, this is a pretty cool art style, um, and I really, uh, really thought it was well done, and a lot of fun, um, and this one, we don't really know when it takes place in the Star Wars universe, um just called Sith, um, so we don't really get any references to that, which is interesting. Several of these, we do see um, some kind of, or some, uh, we get some ideas of when that was taking place, Uh, several of them during the Empire, I think, actually, but, uh, which is a lot of fun, Uh, so that is um, Sith, and it was... Uh, it was just a lot of fun, and there wasn't too many characters in this, but it was also, we got a good, really good, interesting lightsaber battle um, that was between the Sith Master and Sith Apprentice, well, former Sith Apprentice, and it was just cool to see uh, how that was done. So, and... Uh, the <laughs> The the other thing I was going to mention is there's a little droid um, E2, which is just kind of a fun, fun, small droid. Uh, I'd go, if you guys want, kind of cute, uh, go check him out. Um, and uh, it was just a lot of fun. So, uh, and like I said, this had some really cool artwork art style to it, um, so, if you're interested in that sort of thing, I would go check this out as well, um, so, episode two is Screechers Reach, um, which this might have been my second least favorite, um, it still is good, though, uh, so, Screechers Reach, this is a concept of these, uh, th- these these kids that were in, I think, slavery, it seems like, and they kind of, um, or some towards the forced labor, they kind of break out. They go to this place called Screecher's Reach, which is uh, seems like it's forbidden. They get in there, and they come face-to-face with the Sith, which is known as the Screecher, I think, from my understanding. And um, the main character in this is doll and she so she faces it she kind of goes through screechers reach and then she is um i think she i think she becomes a sith apprentice at the end of it and goes away with a sith master uh which is interesting we don't really have a good time i don't think we're given a time frame for when this takes place either in the star wars timeline uh, but it was really good uh it was fun uh show fun uh short here um it was done by cartoon saloon uh which i just think is a fun name in ireland and then episode three uh in the stars i really like this one um it was it was done by the studios punk robot and chili and um it was it was super cool this one actually we know for sure takes place during the empire imperial era um it was about a native, uh, native group of people, and specifically two sisters who had lost their mother and the rest of their clan, and, and the Empire had taken over their planet and stolen their clean water, um, and it was just super cool to see, uh, like, they kind of rebel, they go to steal water, it sounded like this is how they had to survive, and this is, this is, this is what they do, uh, which is pretty cool, and they are, they rebel, they, we see that their mother must have been at least attuned to the force, whether or not they really knew what it was, and because the daughters are trying to use it as well, and the younger daughter, younger sister, is really installing faith back into the older sister, which is pretty cool, and at the end, it, the, because part of it is that they can't see the stars, and they have this belief that, their mothers in the stars is a star in the sky and is still leading them still with them but with the empire there there's all this uh smog and this cloudiness and it's you can't see the sky and so you can't see the stars. And then at the end, once they get rid of the empire, they can see it and they see their mother still guiding it. And younger sisters like, yes, I knew she was still there, even though we couldn't see her. Uh, it was a pretty cool storyline, uh, super fun. I said uh, during the Imperial era as well, uh, which is kind of fun, kind of cool um, to see some of that. I don't think in volume one really got much that we knew was like in a specific era much, at least is what we did throughout this. Um, so that was pretty cool as well, and so um, that is in in the stars uh, by Studio Punk Robot. It was super fun uh, to see this uh, this rendition and kind of see. And this also just even got to more to like the corruption of the empire uh, and how uh, civilians on your average world were hurt and um, struggled to survive during the Empire, which is kind of fun, so, yeah, uh, but just FYI, uh, and it was, it was good, though, it was a fun episode, so episode number four is I Am Your Mother, um, which is a fun knockoff of Luke, I Am Your Father, um, which, uh, was kind of cool, this one also, like I said earlier, this one actually released on, April 10th, um, they gave a sneak preview of Celebration um, in Europe, and with that said, uh, it is done by uh, Ardman Animations, which is in the UK, which is where, I'm assuming this is why they picked this one, because this is where Celebration was this year, and so that was pretty fun. And this one was kind of cool too, because this one, um, actually a couple of things with this one is... They had a neat style, a little bit different, neat style of animation that I thought was kind of fun, um, super kid-like, which was kind of cool, uh, and I could get on board with. And then, also with that, I thought it was super fun, because we got to see, was it Wedge or Biggs? One of the two. Um... And, yeah, Wedge and Tilly's, uh this happened on Shandrilla in Ahana City at the Flight Academy, and it was about New Republic flight, um, kids getting into the flight school, and it was super fun. And, uh, it, yeah, we saw Wedge, which was super goofy, um, kind of weird, but it was also kind of humorous as well. Um, and they're having a family race, and Julin Van Rupel, um is in this, and there's just a the cool thing, and Annie is the one who is uh, the main character, and she's kind of embarrassed by her family because she's lower class, but she really wants to do this. Her mother comes along, and I think what, one of the things that made me chuckle most was um, at the end of the episode, things had turned out well, and then we see uh, Anna's, Annie's mother go, hey, or eh, something, I don't know, it was something on the lines of Annie's like, well, you embarrassed me, and her mom's like, well, I am your mother, that's what I'm supposed to do, and it's kind of like, okay, like all parents are supposed to embarrass their children, which is true, and it's kind of fun. Um, so the it was just a cool, cool scenario, cool understanding um, as well. We got some reference to the Death Star laser cannon, which is kind of cool in this one as well, um, and just so just neat is a neat episode i enjoyed this one a lot as well so let's uh take a short break here and we'll be back and we will pick it back up with episode five journey to the dark head and we will uh go from there so we'll be right back with you All right, we are back with you, and we're going to start with Journey to the Dark Head, which is done by Studio Mer Company Limited, which is in South Korea. And uh, this is a fun one. I don't think we have a time frame for this one, really, but it was pretty cool because um, in this we see uh, the, the a Sith a pr- Sith, and then a former Sith apprentice meet back up with the Sith Master, which is kind of what we got in episode one, called the Sith. And they were going to this place to really re... Um, the the former Sith apprentice is now a Jedi Jedi apprentice, or Jedi Knight, and he gets sent on this mission with this... Um, I think she is a... Like, just your common mercenary type person and they get sent on this mission to redeem this world and uh to the dark head but really this is it's a space of a lot of force power that is being turned red instead of um and toward the dark side instead of the light which is kind of cool and then we get to see some pretty cool lightsaber battle between and like a race like a ship race fight on this planet um which is pretty cool i thought it was a lot of fun um and we could see a little bit like the sith had this like was it like a tail or i don't know what it was but it was kind of cool honestly kind of reminded me of like a uh dark or um dr octopus from like the spider-man movies kind of those like tentacle things um that, like, reach around and grab, so it was pretty cool to see, see just see all that, um, and so this was a fun episode of In and of Itself, um, and that sort of thing, and then the next one is The Spy Dancer, uh, by Studio Chate and France, and I this wasn't a bad one it was an interesting one um I, there's a couple things that the, the how it was done I didn't really enjoy just like the dancing's out of it and I, I will say like that may just be me I'm not super into dance um so somebody else may really enjoyed this um super neat potentially there I didn't really get into it that much but with that said uh, the the underlying storyline to this was really cool. So the underlying storyline was this: mother and daughter working together as a dance team. They were entertainment. This is during the imperial era, and they're entertaining the soldiers. And then the mother recognizes who she's performing for, and realizes it's her son that she hasn't seen since she, he was a baby or really young, um, who is now an imperial officer. And so she confronts him um and talks to him and it's just a neat kind of a neat storyline i think it's also like the thing i appreciate about it was like i feel like it's definitely like a realistic scenario that could have happened during the imperial era and it was just cool to see like how all that played out, and what happened, and, um, that sort of thing, so, I think, it's called The Spy Dancer, it was a solid, solid one, um, like I said, my in fi- the least favorite, probably just because the animation, and the, like, how it, like, the, how it was done, but the underlying storyline of this was really cool, and I did enjoy that aspect of it, um, and then, this next one is, man, I love, the last three, probably one of my favorite three, um i super enjoyed this this next one is probably my favorite one of the next two um it's called the bandits of golok um so it is by 88 pictures done in india and uh the the first part of this is taken on a train and it's a brother and a sister and they're trying to get to safety um they're trying to travel to a specific place where they'll be safe a sister clearly has some force powers um, that she's using, uh, and, uh, that she is learning to use, and it's just a super cool rendition and style of what they're, like, that, and so they end up, so they, they have to fight off some bandits, they get this place, and then they get to, um, this, uh, kind of what's supposed to be a safe haven, Um, in the midst of this, we see some stormtroopers, we see some stormtroopers that end up showing up at the safe haven, and it's in trouble because she's using the force, and she uses the force to kind of get into some trouble, because she's not great with it, and then we see somebody, the force being used again, but it's somebody else, and it's the owner of the safe haven, and she is an older Jedi Master, and... It is super cool to see, like, she's super powerful. She uh, has a lightsaber duel with the Sith, the Inquisitor. I seems like it might be an Inquisitor-type person. Um, and then defeats him, and then she takes the younger sister away to safekeeping and to train her in the ways of the Jedi. Um, so it definitely has this, like, Imperial Order 66 um, connotations of a young Jedi trying to find their way in the galaxy and not knowing how to fully use the force and not being fully trained. And so I just thought this was a really fun, fun concept. The concept was somewhat familiar, but in a different rendition uh, than what we are used to. And so I just thought that was a lot of fun. Um, I enjoyed that. And I thought it was a cool, cool way of doing uh, this specific style, and I thought 88 Pictures did a really good job of this. So um, this was, like I said, one, probably one of my two favorites, and the next one's my next favorite. These next two are actually pretty cool, um, but this next one I thought was really cool. Uh, it is called The Pit um, by Dart Shatayo uh, and Lucasfilm Limited, and it is... In this, this specific one is studios in both Japan and the United States and kind of work together. And the pit is during the Imperial reign and these slaves are made to basically mine. And what happens is they mine their own pit. And so this as they're mining, they keep digging down and down and down and down until they're like, I mean, probably 200 feet in this pit and they can't get out but they end up living down there maybe more than 200 feet but it's they finish mining but then the in the empire leaves but they just leave them in this pit and so there's this group of people that is living in this pit they're stuck there they have no way to get out they don't have any ships or anything they're just kind of camping out down there and uh, one of the young men in it, he goes and uh He's like, I'm going to climb out of here. I'm going to go to the city that's not far away and get help. And he does that. But the Imperials there are like, no, we can't have this. And, uh, the, other, and the other interesting thing is there's a kyber crystal involved in this one. And so that's part of what they are mining for with kyber crystals. And so he actually gave his younger sister this kyber crystal before he left and said, look for the light. Or I think it's look for the light. Um, I'll, I'll, let me find the exact phrasing, but he goes to the city and he doesn't, they don't like him. And so they, and Piels try to kind of get rid of him. And when they do, uh, they, yeah, when they do, they end up, uh, throwing him back in the pit and. Some of the like generic like civilians in the city are like, "What's going on?" That's kind of weird. And he so he gets tossed back down in his pit from a really high height. I mean, he's dead. Um, and then his sister comes along. She has a kyber crystal, and she, they start chanting, uh, "Look to the light, look to the light." And I think that's the phrase. Uh, I cannot find it there. But they and then they end up. It, attracting all these civilians that come to this pit and they help them out they help them get out of the pit and restart and it's just a kind of it's a cool story um kind of a redemptive story this idea that there's always light in the world we just have to look for it uh, so it was really cool to see that and then the last one is um Ah-Yi song um which is has to do with Kyber Crystals as well, um, is by Studio Triggerfish in South Africa. And they this, this is this idea that they are mining. Uh, a lot of mining going on. I didn't even think about that. But uh, we don't really know the time frame of this, whether so it's Imperial or something else. But um, O's uh, song is... That she has this powerful enough song and voice that she can turn red blood kyber crystals into this and, and purify them, and um, so it was pretty cool to see that. And um, we have a Jedi Master in this one, and uh, his father, who kind of it seems like he's a I don't know a historian of kyber crystals, the keeper of the kyber crystals on this specific planet. Um, this planet that Ayu and her father live on. Are supposed to be really strong in the force, uh, and Corba um, is the name of it, and is this, and then so at the end of this uh, episode, Ayu actually goes with the Jedi master and starts to train. Uh, we just see them leave on a ship, and uh, it's kind of her destiny. And after she had really, after she had with no training had. Purified these crystals and purified this place and made it new and peaceful and took some of the dangers out of mining and all that happened with this. So it was, it was a really cool, really fun um, episode as well. So that is episode nine. That is all nine episodes. I know we kind of went through this fast, but I just want to give a brief overview, dive into them a little bit, um, and just my thoughts on it. I thought this was a really fun season. Um, and really cool just to see that i think the other thing i want to say and i was thinking about this the other day after i watched all of these i was like and even like back to um volume one i know we have a book that came out called ronin which is based off of one of the characters in volume one which actually I'm going on vacation in a couple weeks, and I'm taking that book with me to read, so hopefully I get to it. Um, So, but I I would love to see more content based off of some of these characters that we see, um, whether it's books or games or uh, somehow brought into different other parts, because I think these are technically canon, it's just different canon, and um, some of these aren't necessarily directly on the timeline, but... I would love to see more of this happen with the effects of, like, what a book like we get from the Ronin character and um, some of those sorts of things. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know what your guys' thoughts on Star Wars Visions was and that sort of thing. And what we have coming up on the podcast is we have Ahsoka coming out in August, which I know is still a couple months away, but... For me, and I think for a lot of Star Wars fans, Ahsoka is like the key, like, I don't know, not the key, but like the maybe the most anticipated Star Wars movie, or Star Wars TV series that we have had yet to come out, and so I'm super excited, and that's what we will be focusing on starting next week, and all the way until August when it comes out, which will be super duper fun. And, yeah, I'm just excited. I think it's going to be a blast. And um, I want to start having these conversations talking about Ahsoka and hearing your thoughts. And just we have a lot of things to discuss with it. And so we're going to start that conversation next week. And we may have a few breaks in there. um, But for the most part, we'll be talking about Ahsoka over the next two, two and a half months, which will be super fun. I am super pumped for. And it's going to be a blast. So, With that said, let me know what your guys' thoughts are today on Solar's Visions. Um, And then also, as always, go share this podcast with somebody else. If you know somebody else would enjoy it, um, share it on Instagram or TikTok or wherever and just tell them about it word of mouth. And uh, that you guys are a super awesome group and just love to keep bringing people into our clan. So that is what we got for today. And as we always like to say here on iXclaim, light the fire. Have a great week.